0: Welcome to the Influent Podcast, developing leadership, building success, and influencing society. For more resources, visit us online at influent.life.
1: All right. Welcome. Here we are for Influent Live Again with Chelly, Kelly? (laughs) What's your name? (laughs) Kelly Janowick. And this is such a cool story you 're going to absolutely love this story today um, so <laughs> kelly you 've been doing a lot of you know speaking on uh, and really bringing the message of Jesus out there. but the very cool thing is you you became Miss Canada right so you actually yeah. won yeah. miss canada that's that 's a big deal right and then out of that became you know started to have opportunity to speak. Can you tell some stories i mean about how people got touched and did people get saved out of this whole thing? Just give us a couple. What happened?
0: Oh goodness. Well, my story. There's so much to it, and you know, you know, the platform was an awesome experience. But uh, I just want to backtrack a few years, just because. God is all about shaping a message in us. Um, I think of you know Mother Teresa she said that we are the pe- pencil our life is a pencil in the hand of a God who's writing his love letter to humanity. And so I think that through the years, through our, our unique encounters with God, we become the love letter to humanity of what God Come wants on. to say. Yeah. So really we're all on a journey and I really believe that our weaknesses and our vulnerabilities and the challenges that we encounter are actually invitations to become a voice. And if we say yes to them and face them head on and talk to so God are about you it.
1: Tell them about challenges and becoming the
0: Yes. Canada? Well, I'll tell you what, it really the Miss Canada story begins with pimple face. Okay. <laughs> uh, fifth grade, I was bullied because I had so many pimples on my face, <laughs> and uh, that was a rough season. Hey, we all had
1: that season, you know?
0: Yeah. Those
1: nasty Those little was Those kind of yeah. awkward
0: transitional years. So, um, but Ooh. you know, at that age, you're really vulnerable, and it kind of really hit at my identity. And I think it that... It does, doesn't it? I mean, some of
1: the teasing, it just goes deep.
0: It does go deep. and. You know I think all across the culture there's a war for our identity as, as like what will be the center and the anchor of who we are who will, who will we claim to be and so um, because I I believed a lie after being bullied that my worth was not enough that I had to be something you else weren't,
1: you weren't beautiful or right. were, something was wrong you're ugly right not acceptable yeah right
0: exactly so Moving forward past fifth grade into junior high, high school, I just So so you
1: weren't this super popular, everything, everybody's everything kind of person?
0: Uh, Not back in the early years at all, no. But I really fought for it uh, by becoming everything to everyone. And really, I fought for what the world says success is. So I became it. Okay. Yeah. So i did modeling i did because you know i looked at the britney spears and the beyonce's and what is the identity of women what does it mean to be powerful woman it means to be beautiful on the outside so but then i was a sports you know fanatic captain of the soccer team yada 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 and uh, my senior year of high school the lord in his mercy kind of kicked out all the props and everything i found my identity in and I didn't realize it at the time, but it really was his mercy to bring me to my knees. And, you know, whether you're in your teenage years or you're in your elderly years, you know, you come to a point in life where life knocks you down and the sand that you find your life on you know when the waves come and things get washed away, y- the eternal questions get asked.
1: So you had you had a come to Jesus moment. This is when this is like. Uh,
0: that was my senior year of high school. Senior
1: high school, and you grew up in a Christian home, right? But it no. was you didn't. Okay. No,
0: I went to church on the holidays, but okay. religion couldn't win this party girl's heart.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So party party girl. Yeah. And you became the anti pimple face. Right. You're you're gonna go win everybody by being superwoman.
0: Okay. Miss popularity, whatever. Okay. Become all things else So people. had to
1: come to Jesus moment and this is when you really found the Lord.
0: Yes, exactly. Okay. I actually, my last chance at trying to be someone was the Miss Crystal Lake pageant. And I forgot my speech. <laughs> I ran off the stage. My heel broke. I was completely devastated. That a, was, low,
1: a low a <laughs> low, moment, yeah.
0: Yes. We're that good. was the straw that broke the camel's back. And that night, I called out to God. And, you know, after so many, feeling like a failure, you know, you, there's so much pressure to be I, someone in I, life. I
1: remember calling out to God when my heel broke. When I <laughs> Thing. Yeah. It, it really gets you sometimes,
0: right? <laughs> we all have those moments. We have those moments. <laughs> I feel you. So, um, yeah, I, I called that to God, and just really, a girl uh, invited me to church the next day, and I was like, "Well, I got nothing else to lose," and really had a moment. I didn't. I didn't expect anything. I just thought, "Well, hey, we'll go to a church service," but really encountered the friendship of God and the compassionate Savior who draws near to my life and who wasn't at a distance. Um, so I left church that day and really realized, like, wow, there's something more to this God thing than I really realized. So um, that really set me on a 10-year journey into the love of God, into studying missions, and
1: so you became a holy roller
0: I did hardcore <laughs> okay I like I listen to teachings about like not loving the world and I would go on like I I won't wear makeup and <laughs> I went for like many seasons of like you know I have to be holy
1: you know I had one of my one of my friends said uh, hey what's the theology of of makeup and he said he said if the barn needs painting paint the barn <laughs> so, so there you go <laughs>
0: So I learned you you were
1: you became the anti-makeup everything. All right.
0: Yes, I did. learn. The Lord did level me out and I realized that, you know, you can still be in the heart of a woman is to be this princess and to be sparkly and beautiful. But you can balance that, not just focus on the outward beauty, but to be a woman of deep beauty as well. So, yeah. So while I did, I came to Kansas City, did the school out here and really went on a journey with God. Uh, when I was doing my makeup fast, I'd cry out to God for, any e- what a is makeup e- fast? Yeah. Oh. And that was hard. That was <laughs> fasted re-
1: makeup. That was really hard
0: because you see other people with makeup on and very beautiful, and it hits something in you. You know. Okay.
1: That's interesting. It was,
0: but I wanted to take a stand okay. because I wanted to fight for something that was deeper for true beauty. Yes. I get it. So I cried out to God and I said, God, what, what is, what's eternal beauty? What's you know our makeup? Right. You know. All across this generation, there's billions of hits on YouTube, on these makeup channels, of on you know. But who are the people who are seeking for something that will last forever? Okay. So that was my journey. Uh, so I got really excited in Bible school and was like ready to take on the world. I was like super pumped. My four years at IHOP was really a sacred moment of encountering Jesus as my bridegroom and uh, like the lover of my soul and as like a friend who fulfilled. Now, for those
1: that this is weird about or they don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about just you you really got close to God. Yes. is really what you're talking right. about. And connected with him at the deepest level <laughs> and where he satisfied you yeah. in, in the sense of this emotional satisfaction. Definitely. Yeah, I get it. I mean, that's that's where, where we live. So awesome, awesome.
0: Totally. So that's when the... The message of beauty began to take shape where i saw you know a lot of women in our culture
1: that you don't need these other trappings right if you've got this in here you don't
0: even need a boyfriend (laughs) you can be completely fulfilled in what yes
1: complete
0: yes okay you know the the our culture we grow up as little girls like watching fairy tales beauty and the beast sleeping beauty Mm. and we begin to take that narrative and believe that that's what success is. But when I was kind of in my studies.
1: Marry the perfect man who yes. goes to work, comes home, you're taking care of the children, you've got the meal prepared, and it's all, it's a, it's a fantasy Well, no, right. It's real for a lot of people, and it's powerful for a lot of people. We don't want to discount that, right? I mean, Absolutely. But that's not for everybody. The problem is if that is the only ideal, yeah. right, then we have a problem. Absolutely, you know, and it's it's interesting as a father, you know, I've got, I've got four children, you know, I think you've met them, um, one daughter, Mm. one daughter, and uh, and she's she was amazing. She's this amazing lady who was never, she never kind of had that that fairy tale ideal, Mm. you know, she never dreamed about. You know, being completed by a man, I, I, think, I think somewhere she, she was kind of liking that, but she really was a go-getter. And I, I, I told her, I said, I said, honey, you do not have, you don't need a man to complete you. Mm. Go be what you're called to be, right? Do you need, do you need someone to, to, to complete you? Are you not a whole person? And it's really not true. We, women are whole people. Mm. As, as, they, as they stand, they don't need someone else. To give them I- identity, and it's it's true of men too.
0: Yeah,
1: men, it's a different trap. But it's like that you this idea that you 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 need someone else to define who you are, mm. right? Or You need to be that role yeah. or something else. And we we've got to get out of that reality that we don't need someone else to give us identity. Mm. We have identity. We've been given identity.
0: Absolutely. So
1: that's a great that's a great journey. So so you basically got this this message. Yes. In your heart of yes. of the. Jesus gives us identity, and yeah, and you really it got real. Being I mean,
0: anchored in that, being anchored in, and
1: it and it got real. It wasn't it wasn't just a message that you preached. It mm-hmm. was something you lived. You yeah. you felt him filling you. You mm. felt satisfied. You felt secure in your identity.
0: Right, not only knowing God, but being on a mission that I was destined from eternity past. That I'm the dream of God's heart. And he created me for such a time as this to impact the earth with his goodness
1: we're, you're the dream of his heart, yeah wow, so that, so I mean, now that I'm getting a sense of the identity here mm. that you you're loved mm-hmm. right you're yeah. loved right and I, I, you know this is interesting because I I, I I believe if if we knew we were loved, everything would be different imagine imagine mm-hmm. you know imagine if you went up to heaven. Stood before Jesus and got a full measure of His love for you. Download the full measure of His love for you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would happen? I mean, we'd explode, right?
0: Absolutely, we'd <laughs> pop, right? Yeah. Well, then
1: imagine coming back to Earth, and someone doesn't like you.
0: Mm-hmm. You'd be
1: like, whatever, <laughs> you know, bless you, you know, you know. Or a, a problem happens, you know, sir, would mm-hmm. be like, whatever, you know, yeah. right? It, it's it's we it's simply having. This overwhelming love of God and knowing this love of God is everything we need, and so it makes so you
0: unshakable. It
1: makes you un- it makes you un- unshakable, I- and I think the greatest need we have is to know the love of God for real. Yeah. Now we know it here, but we don't know it here, mm-hmm. and so there really it really takes a process. Yes, you know and. Right. And, um, you know, we actually, you know, I've been teaching for years this this acts devotional prayer model. And one of the sections in there, I, I've, I've actually gone through the Psalms and where it says, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I say mm-hmm. you are my shepherd. And and I've I, it's got a section adoration who you are. Then it's got a section on who you are to me. But the final section is who I am to you, mm, who I am to you. And and I'm dearly loved by God, the father. I'm not loved. I'm dearly loved by God the Father, you separated, set apart, and kept for Jesus Christ. That's Jude 1. yeah, One verse, Jude 1. I'm dearly loved by God the Father, separated, set apart, and kept for Jesus Christ. I feel it every time I pray. It. I'm so loved. I can't mess up. I I don't need anything else. If I have money, if I don't have money, it doesn't matter. because. So these verses, we mm. I learned to pray these, and I got the same thing you're talking about, mm. where... You just are satisfied. You just are satisfied. You're so stinking loved. Mm. Everything else is a distant second.
0: And on top of that, our culture, every commercial, billboard, they're made to make you feel like you're missing something sure. from your life. Right. So you, we're constantly, as Americans especially, feeling like we're never enough. We have to get this next thing. and when we really enter that reality not just the thought of it but the actual truth of it and we let it sink into our lives um, you, you're you're complete you you're fulfilled you don't need another person the Lord really yeah. is your everything
1: alright so you got this message but 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 keep going on the story
0: okay so there I am I get that message you know theological education and by the end I was burning you know I was looking at the Katy Perry's. Like your
1: fever? Or what, do you, what do you mean?
0: <laughs> I guess my heart was just ready to just conquer. You know, I got this message that, you know, I am in Christ in okay, me. So you wanted to
1: share the message. Yes. So I you, you wanted everybody other. else to get what I you got. Exactly. Okay, I like it.
0: there's such, it's not about religion, it's about being connected with God and uh, knowing Him and, you know, going to the people that, going to ones who just like myself, we're, we're all on a journey. We're all kind of conquering our own mountains so to really empower people in truth so one night I was just calling out to God and um, I was like God send me I'll go whatever it looks like and I had two dreams the first dream was I was in an airplane and the airplane was going down and then I've had that dream you're the dream guy you are the dream guy I'm just
1: teasing (laughs) how we've had airplane dreams you're going down I mean I think that's come on everybody has that dream true True. (laughs) I'm teasing go ahead
0: so in that it, it was just a really fast dream but in it as the plane was going down I'm like I'm about to die oh my gosh and I cried out God I must be your witness okay and the Lord when I woke up revealed to me the vapor of this life the Bible says this life is a vapor and, and so I kind of connected the fact that in a moment, I'm gonna be before him, but I must be his witness. That's my calling, yeah. is to be his messenger and yeah. be a voice of redemption on the earth. Second dream I had is I was on a stage in a green gown and I was speaking to an audience of people and I said, I proclaimed, uh, true beauty is virtuous character that oh, shapes- wow. the <laughs> you, so you had a dream. I had a dream about and this, yes. <laughs>
1: In a green gown, proclaiming. Okay. Mm -hmm, Okay.
0: And I said, uh, true beauty is virtuous character that shapes culture, impacts eternity. Oh, daughters of this hour, this is your destiny. Okay.
1: Wait a minute. Okay. Let's unpack that for a second. So say it again.
0: Uh, True beauty (laughs) is virtuous character.
1: Which is what the Bible says. Yes. Keep going.
0: Beauty from the inside out Uh Uh, that shapes culture. Yeah impacts eternity I love Malachi 3 it says that those who spoke about the Lord God paid attention and he wrote their stories in his book to be wow. remembered forever I want a story that's remembered for eternity that's yeah. virtuous and it, that,
1: that is that is so true that I mean honestly the most attractive thing in the world is someone who loves
0: yeah
1: or or someone who is humble right yeah. or someone who is gracious right I mean, what what do we love about, I think, about Princess Diana? I don't know. If, do, you remember, do you ever remember Princess oh, Diana? Oh, yes. You know? and what, was, what was so special about mm. her? It was the graciousness. It wasn't that she was just raw beauty. Yeah. There was women that were more beautiful than her. Right. But there was something so attractive because of just the character of humility, of, of kindness, of goodness, right? And, hey, that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. It is. It is true beauty, and it does shape culture. Yeah. So you had so you had this dream, literal dream, mm-hmm. and then you felt like this was a call to go actually do the pageant.
0: Yes. So that phrase came, and then it was kind of like electricity went through the audience. And you know, I had really dismissed pageants. I thought that was the old Kelly, like I had kind of my holy self was right. like, shouldn't you're, do that. Yeah, that's you know,
1: unclean. You're you're walking away from right. that whole performance culture, right? Right. Yeah, got it.
0: Yeah so but that got me thinking so i started to you know i believe our dreams are gifts from god to just begin a convert god starts conversations with us but we're to talk to him about it so i just kind of engaged god about it and i said god if i do another pageant i don't want to wear a bikini and um did some research and found um the miss international pageant there was one <laughs> that um it was more fitness wear and it was based about a nonprofit organization uh, it wasn't about all of these other kind of flaky things I really wanted something of substance so I was like let's go for this um, and one thing led to the next and um, applied and got through round one and found myself on the final stage of the Miss International um, The Miss International platform. That
1: this is not the Miss Canada. It is. Um,
0: Yeah, so. It is. Yeah, so I won Miss Canada to then go on to the Miss International stage as Miss Canada. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So went there and I was a woman on a mission. I knew this time I went to the pageant not looking for identity or affirmation, but I was going as the flame of god just ready to so you had
1: a message and you yeah. wanted to share it. so this was a mission
0: exactly this was a mission yes so what happened so just went in and um, made a lot of friends and just shared my message and um it was probably one of the best experiences so you won um i didn't win miss international but, but i went in canada. as miss canada yes okay.
1: and yeah. so can we pull up that uh, that green dress shot <laughs> can we can we see that we're on
0: screen right now. Ooh, oh, my gosh. Look super at, fun. Look how beautiful. So it's funny because that was basically the dress. That was the dream. In my dream. And so here's what happened with the connection. The dream actually came true. And all of a sudden I. So you got f- to speak. Mm-hmm. I was on stage in the green dress. And I, when I began the phrase, true beauty is virtuous character. And here I am. And I'm I'm having that deja vu moment where I'm like, oh my god, I this dreamed is about dream. this. This it's like that it's happening, and I get goosebumps sharing this every time. Um, and I completed the sentence that I I told you. And what do you know? Boom, boom, boom! Uh, kind of like the Lord fell on the whole audience, and and people, I it just the Lord came, the Holy Spirit. Wow. So
1: a moment yeah. where people realized they got it, they, the message was delivered. Exactly. The message was delivered.
0: With power. So people
1: were touched. Now, did you have some feedback from the other competitors or other people saying, oh my gosh, that was, that touch me or.
0: Absolutely. Like that? Well, um, when you do a pageant, you have about a week together to get to know one another's course, platforms right. and you form friendships. And so um, it was a great experience where people really knew where I stood as a believer. Uh, we prayed together. Um, so awesome. I saw um, one of the girls who I uh, you have a little buddy for all the um, appearances that you go on. And my buddy was previous Miss Las Vegas. So she was party girl central. And so it was super fun. But um I spoke to her about the message of, you know, as women, we're not just called to be outward adorned. You know, we have a call to, to be virtuous um, and display the, the beauty in different ways. Uh-huh. And, um, and she ended up completely giving her life to God. Um, but throughout the whole pageant, um, got to have an impact on all the women just by sharing my story, um, as just being a positive influencer. Um, we got to pray together. It was just a really fabulous experience. That is, that is experience. so awesome. Yeah. Y-
1: you know, you know, as I think about this, the thing that that especially touches me the most, I I, I think about. It, I think there's God is really moving amongst mm-hmm. women. Yeah. And I think God is really asking women. To step into places of prominence and places of leadership, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of women don't want to do it. And 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 and, and in general, I think a lot of it—it's—it's it's just risky, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and, and I think about a beauty pageant. I mm-hmm. can't imagine something riskier, right? I mean, you've got something that isn't tucked in right, or you oh ate a little goodness. too much that last week. I'm not a you size know,
0: zero. <laughs> and
1: and 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 it's—I mean. Here you are putting yourself out there, saying, "Look at me! Aren't I beautiful?" People may not see that, yeah. right? And people are going to be critical. They're going to judge. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, this is really, really risky. Mm-hmm. Same with being a strong woman and a, a woman who who leads or anything else. I mean, it's risky, right? And and so you, because of this encounter you had, mm-hmm. you were you you were actually excited, absolutely, to to, to go. But but I I just I I, I think so many women. Get stuck
0: mm-hmm. in
1: this place where they're not willing to take the risk of being criticized, right? Of being looked at, of being evaluated, being judged. And here you are. I mean, let's look at what's happening. You're being judged,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
1: And so a lot of women prefer to just sit in the in the shadows, mm-hmm. right? It's easy. It's easier to not take the risk and to sit in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And and I, I just I believe God wants women to take the risk and to to actually take the risk of being rejected, of being misunderstood, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: to actually take 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 the lead.
0: Yes, definitely. I feel the question at the end of the day is what force is stronger in your life if, if your mission and your connection to God is stronger, the current that comes against us is so powerful that we need to have a greater force within us that, co- that goes against it. And no. Christ in us, you know, uh, Galatians 2.20, it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. The life I live in this body, I live by faith in the yeah. Son of God. And so we can, li- living by faith um, empowers us to kind of conquer that tidal wave that comes against I, us I, of you know, all I, the other voices. I think
1: it can, but I think a lot of Christian women don't, right? A lot. It, it's it's tough. It's it's just tough. It's like it's easy to, to just not, you know?
0: Yeah. You know, I look at, one thing that was uh, I'm jealous for is I see the Katy Perry's and the Taylor Swift's and all these powerful voices displaying a different type of beauty, um, championing that message and so more than ever do we need Women of value who champion, who are leaders, who are taking their stand. No matter if you're a mother, if you're in into IT, a teacher, you're taking your stand uh, as a woman of character and of value, and you're knowing that your voice counts. Whether you're impacting ten people or two people or a hundred, we need women more than ever. I look at um, why is it that ISIS, you know, demeans women and all of these other awful. All of these other movements that are set to put women in another place there's something that women carry in the heart of God that men cannot display, so more than ever do we need ladies to take their stand I, you
1: know you know it seems like God is putting his hand on women in this day. I look at what's going on where you know we almost had a woman president where mm-hmm. there's people talking about this, and where women are 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 expressing a desire for for leadership mm-hmm. and you know, this is, you know, in history, this is really new. Mm. And I believe this is really positive. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I think I, I. think some people can look at it from a negative point of view and say, well, boy, the devil is stirring up women. I, I think God is stirring up yeah. women. I think the devil's using it. But I think God is stirring up women. Yeah. I look at what's happening and, you know, and, and I look at Jesus set women free, mm. you know, and uh, I was it... Uh, Uh, John 4 uh, where he the woman at the well you know you know Jews did not talk to women and men did not talk to women they it says read it it says the disciples came back they were they were shocked that Jesus was talking to a woman Mm -hmm. you know he Jesus Jesus changed the divorce laws that allow women to be to be mistreated he demanded that women couldn't be treated like like this You know he even said there 's neither there 's no marriage in heaven there 's neither male nor female paul said in in Christ, neither male nor female so so Christianity elevates women it mm-hmm. elevates women and puts women in a in a in a great spot and i I think we should be you know uh, I, I think God is moving with women I, and i I just want to encourage women to 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 rise up and to take leadership. And endure the risk. Hmm. Take the risk. It's
0: worth it.
1: Take the risk. You know, and, and, and don't wait for a man to define you.
0: Yes.
1: Don't wait for that. Now, if that happens, that's awesome, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And, and it's going to happen for a lot of women and most women maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But we don't put our life on hold and wait for that to happen, mm-hmm. right? Go do your own calling. Go be what he has created to, to be. What, what does God have in the heart? in his heart for you. Absolutely. Right? When he created you.
0: Mm.
1: You know. And and I personally believe that motherhood is an uh, extremely high calling. It is. Okay. So if that's if that's your calling, go f- go for it.
0: But that's not the only that's not thing it. for not, women. And I not notice lots of women in the church that's their only vision and you know, we were made for extravagant adventure to know God and to go on a journey with him of you know, doing what we love, loving him, and and impacting people in a positive way. So, there's so much more. We, I'm hungry for women filmmakers, journalists, Come on. Um, scientists, women who have answers to questions. You know, we still kind of live in a man's world, but there's something. I look at the Deborah, uh, Deborah in the Bible, and Joan of Arc. They, to this <laughs> they day, broke
1: the, they broke the they mold. They broke the
0: mold. And I really want to call forth. I'm jealous to call forth women who will break so what the if, box. What if
1: God is doing this? Okay. I think what God if, is doing What it. if God is doing this? I mean, Deborah, <laughs> she's so so freaking broke the box. You know, you know, you want a fantastic book, mm. by the way. You mentioned Joan of Arc. <laughs> yes. Did you ever read the book the by Mark Twain?
0: Mm-mm. Do you know
1: Mark Twain wrote a biography of Joan of Arc? It is fantastic. One of the best books I've ever read in my life. I could not put it down. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's a 13-year-old girl mm-hmm. that literally saved France. And this is, yeah. this is not an, an exaggeration. It's not a fantasy. It's not a legend. It happened. Mm-hmm. A 13-year-old girl that actually told them where to fight. And, and the, the, the men, the male army, was like, didn't know what to do with this girl, except the people followed her mm-hmm. and it literally saved France from being destroyed as a nation and it was a holy calling. I mean, she's such an example. And we know more about her than any other person under testimony because everything that's written about her, we know was under oath from the trials that that came. I mean, she was an amazing mm-hmm. person and you talk about risky in that culture, you know. Yeah. It was at the 1300s and and so so risky. I I I think I think God is raising up women, mm-hmm. you know? There's there's a you know, you look only in uh only in the last, it was, you know, women, women began to vote really only about 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Besides that, if women were viewed really, they're childbearing, you know, they're beautiful, you know, eye candy, mm-hmm. and that was it. Mm-hmm. But it really is God is bringing the substance forth of women. And I was actually thinking about about this today. I, I'm a historian, mm-hmm. and I'm looking back through history. You know, throughout history, women have been in a secondary role. Jesus was really the first in history to start to break women out mm-hmm. and to honor women. Wow. Okay, but it really didn't take. It really hasn't come to fruition until just about hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. But I believe here with women, you have sometimes the most incredible leaders in the in the earth, really. Mm-hmm but who also have a gentle spirit and a kind spirit, some sometimes more, Without, without th- that men just don't have the same level sometimes. Uh, you know. Uh, and I think women really are to bring that to the planet, bring the value system of God and the heart of God. They carry this In a unique way and in a better way in some ways than men are able to to carry.
0: It's still strength, but it's manifest through the feminine qualities that even though we're strong, we don't have to become masculine. I look at Ellen. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: exactly right. I love I love strong women. Mm -hmm. I love strong women. I've got two of them in my life, My, my my wife and my daughter, and oh I just love it when they're mighty. You know, and lead you, right? and uh, sure, right. sure. You know, you know. There was this, There's this idea that a woman should be submissive. Okay, I, I think women should be submissive, but I think men should be submissive too. You know, so, you know. There's a scripture that says, you know, men or women submit to your husbands. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you know, hu- husbands submit submit to, 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 to Christ. But then also says, hey, submit to your to your uh, civil authorities. Says so submit to your pastors. Children, submit to your parents. Then it goes on, and one verse it says, everyone submit to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, you know what? Let's all just submit. You know, and what that means is have a submissive, humble spirit, mm-hmm. right, a teachable spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, I learn a lot from my daughter. I learn a lot from my wife, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I I, want to be humble and submissive to mm-hmm. that, you know, and, and, and there's a right order and authority, I, I, which I believe God put in, put in place, but... I love strong women and it doesn't mean you have to be um, um, uh, you know weak or
0: so we're not Jezebel
1: not jezebel ooh <laughs> there's a there's a loaded word you ever been called a Jezebel
0: no but other strong women you, I know have yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah well Deborah Deborah wasn't a jezebel
0: mm-hmm.
1: right Deborah in the Bible mm-hmm. and here's a woman who called people into battle yeah you know to me and, and you know we need to be careful about applying these kind of things to to women these kind of you know loaded words you know Jezebel was a very evil woman mm-hmm. I mean uh, she was she was manipulating a king an evil king she mm-hmm. was bloodthirsty ruthless she was a power hungry power grabbing person that was ruthless and bloodthirsty now that we do we, that's not what I'm talking about that's not true beauty right mm-hmm. well, true true beauty can be strong authoritative can be can be mighty can be confident can have secure identity.
0: Mm-hmm. But filled know? with the life of Christ.
1: Filled with the life of Christ. Yeah. Humble, full of love, full of gentleness, humility. You know, and, and So this is, to me, strength. Uh, a Jezebel, a, a woman who s- of strength, in no way has anything to do with a Jezebel. Nothing mm-hmm. about it. I love women being strong. God made women strong. He wants us all to be strong. We're all mm-hmm. kings and queens. Yes. In, in, in training.
0: Seated in heavenly places yeah. with him.
1: Yeah, that's right. Made
0: to co-rule now. And I, I love what you're saying because to the degree we see hur- human trafficking and pornography all over the earth raging, um, hurting women. But just to the degree that men can hurt women, h- how much more when you come under and we empower one another um, yeah. as to truly display God.
1: Women have a unique ability to represent God's heart,
0: Mm.
1: unique ability to bring him forth. And they should not be afraid of bringing him forth with strength, with conviction, with authority and be who you're called to be. Right. Yeah. Be who you're called to be. And and if it life so bestows on you children and a, a marriage, go for it. Right. And if it doesn't go for that. Right. And don't wait. Don't put your life on hold and wait for this to happen. Go be who you're called to be,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and take the risk. Come on.
0: It's good. It's All
1: really right.
0: Good. Love it.
1: <laughs> All right. You want to say anything to your, to these uh, wonderful viewers before we sign off? Here? Should
0: we pray? Or do we want to close with oh, prayer? Okay.
1: Out? Go ahead. Wait. What about the wave? You were going to teach me the wave. Oh,
0: well, that will end with the wave. Okay. Okay? We have a special wave coming. (laughs) Elbow, elbow, (laughs) wrist, wrist. (laughs) Well, this has been a power-packed conversation. I love this. God's heart is for women. He's for both genders. But we just really want to bless every woman out there. No matter what stage of life you're in, God's heart is burning with great love for you. And he has called you for such a time as this. Of all the endless ages, right now, you are existing before God and before people. So we just bless you to be light in the world, to step out of the box, and to slay. Slay queen, queen of God, um, made to rule and reign with him. So we just bless you um, that you are mighty on the earth, made to do miracles, signs, and wonders. And be who you're created to be. Don't let um, any other wave of, of... the pressures of culture cave you in, but find your strength of God and go be your unique voice because there will never, ever exist another person like you. It's
1: a great story. Awesome.
0: Amen. All right. Oh, right. Let's do it. Elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist. Uh, uh, Till next time. Okay. All right.
1: God bless you. We'll see you next week.
0: <laughs>